Hey guys, this is Aaron and Joey again, and uh, we are the Football Dummies. That's right. We got a great podcast on for you guys uh, today. We're going to talk about uh, contract extensions. We're going to do a little buy, trade, sell. Um, we're going to come out with our two little segments that uh, we'd like to introduce here on episode uh, two. It's going to be uh, my picks. It's going to be uh, who's Joey high on this week. Obviously, I'm high as a kite when I pick up half the players I pick up. And also a little segment for Aaron called Aaron's Shotgun Picks of the Week. And I will be quite drunk when I uh, when I when I tell you my shotgun picks. Uh, I also have to follow up that segment by uh, shotgunning a beer. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, y'all get to hear our crazy thoughts when we're a little uh, inebriated. We're also going to be bringing on Kareem these nuts today from our Blood, Sweat, and Beers League. Let him get his voice, his opinion on how he thought about the draft, his team. Uh, give a shout out, and right there at the end of it. Y'all going to get a special little twist. He's going to throw a, a trade offer to our boy Aaron here. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It was uh, it was absolutely amazing bringing him on. We had a nice little interview. Um, and, and we want to give y'all a uh, shout out as well. We appreciate y'all's feedback. It was absolutely amazing. We heard nothing but uh, uh, great comments. Y'all were very appreciative. And it meant a lot. We didn't expect the, uh, the positive feedback that we got. You know, we're here to talk shit. We're here to have fun. Honestly, we thought we would just be kind of annoying you guys. And it's really, uh, I kind it, of find it fun to annoy you guys. Yeah, it's, it's fun to annoy y'all, but you know, it was uh, it was really nice to uh, hear the good feedback. So we appreciate y'all. And uh, you know, with that being said, fuck you and have a good day. All right, everybody, you're here with me, Joseph Asher, right now, and I'm talking about who I'm high on this week. And to be real, let's start it out with the guy I just picked up this week. There was a lot of trade controversy going on. I was really, really baked. And uh, I might have hit a little accept a little early. But uh, we ended up having that whole Miles Sanders debate this year, this uh, week in our league. And I, I just, I, I fucked up, guys. I don't know what else to tell you guys. It was an honest mistake. We all make it. But moving on from there, <coughs> let's smoke this bowl right here. <sighs> We're talking about Porside Olakun. Obviously, I fucked up his name. But I used my draft money I got this week from Blake Cashman. I picked him up. He's from the Falcons. He's a second-year uh, guy. He's 24. He's 6'2", 215. Uh, I really love about him. He has the linebacker and defensive back t- tag. So if he produces as a linebacker and one of your D-backs are on rotation, you can put him in there, and it's a big player. Uh, his rookie year, he went off. I mean, let's be real. The guy never exceeded 52 snaps a game. He had about four or five games as a starter. Each game of those, though, he recorded 10 tackles. And every single game, he put up over 46 snaps. He had 10 tackles. That's freakish for a linebacker. Uh, last year, his numbers went down greatly because they had uh, the Campbell kid uh they traded him to God I'm fucking baked. Ah fuck. Uh they traded him to uh Arizona. That's right. Devondre Campbell went to Arizona. This is who Forside Okun is sliding in for. Bearing that they actually make an acquisition during this whole pandemic is I don't believe they will. If they do, I mean who's really out there and out like you're gonna pick up 
to set beside De- honestly the only person I see out there to set beside Deion Jones right now would be Ogletree who got just got cut from the Giants. But I mean, bearing that they don't pick him up, I I think this guy's going to be explosive, and this is who I am high on this week again. For Saidi Olakun, he's got the linebacker and defensive back tag. He was the number 32 ranked uh, linebacker-wise as his rookie year two years ago, which he had 91 solos. Last year as a rotational linebacker, I want you to know this, as a rotational because the Campbell and Deion Jones were there too, he put up 61 tackles still. I'm saying that you kick Campbell out, who had a crazy season looking at his fucking stats last year. This man should go off. I'm projecting him to have 120 tackles this year. Foresight Okun, again. All right. This is Aaron, and uh, I'm here with my shotgun picks of the week. This is way early. Uh, The season hasn't even started yet. We're way, way preseason. Um, we may not even have a season this year, uh, 2020. Thank you, COVID-19. Um, I'm here. I'm about a six-pack deep in some 805, enjoying my night with my wife, barbecuing, hanging out. Um, and we're going to make this a tradition. Every week, I'm going to spend five minutes, and I'm going to give you my shotgun picks of the week. So we're not quite to the season. And uh, today, we're going to go ahead and talk about some players that I'm hyped on for this year. <clears throat> the number one player that Aaron is hyped on for 2020, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, I know he's a rookie. I know there's a lot of hype. Uh, people may be hating on him. You got Damian Williams still there. Super Bowl MVP. Should have been MVP. Um, a lot of that going on. But either way, the Kansas City Chiefs have not selected a running back in the first round since 2003. Now, that is a long time. That was Larry Johnson, all right? That was a long time ago. Now, the organization trusts Andy Reid. They went ahead with their pick, the number 32 pick in the NFL draft. The Super Bowl champs selected Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Andy Reid talked about how he wanted a pass-catching back. He said the the whole time, uh, we're going to get who we want. And guess what? They got who they want. It's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I I think he's going to be an absolute beast. I can't wait to see him in that uh, that offense. Any running back in the Andy Reid offense is always a stud, without question. It's not it. Never fails. Jamal Charles, um, the list just goes on from there. Anyway, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the top of my list. I am absolutely stoked on this guy. I drafted him with the two hundred three in our uh, startup draft. I'm happy. I can't wait to see him play. He's number one on my list. Let's go, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, for the number two, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with my boy DK Metcalf, who I picked up in the third round of that startup draft. DK Metcalf, 6'4", 230 pounds. Dude's an absolute beast. His combine stats were incredible. Keeping up with the defensive linemen on the on the bench reps, I mean, it was, it was outstanding. Runs a 4'3-something. Dude's a monster. Had a rough beginning of his rookie season. I will admit that. I mean, it, it did not start off hot, but, you know, he picked up as the season went on. We get into the playoffs, the uh, wild card round. 
went off, broke the rookie record for receiving yards for, for a rookie wide receiver in the NFL. Absolutely amazing. With like 170 yards. Guy's an absolute beast. Uh, my projection within the next two to three years, he's going to be up there with the uh, Julio Jones, the DeAndre Hopkins, the Michael Thomases. Um, DK Metcalf's our guy. He's going to be up there. I'm, I'm absolutely hyped on this guy. I can't wait to see how he uh, develops as a player, as a, as a man for that matter. I mean, I think he's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, if we have to go to number three, uh, now that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm super hyped on uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, coming around in his third year, um, the guy, uh, you know, he he didn't actually have a, a huge chance for success last year with the receiving. I mean, Tennessee's a run-first team. Um, uh, you know, he had uh, he had questions on that, but he, he still came out and he was absolutely phenomenal. I'm a huge AJ Brown fan. I can't wait to see how he develops as a player as well. Um, I think he's going to be one of those top uh, NFL receivers as well. I can see him and DK sitting in the top 10 year by year, much like our old uh, DeAndre Hopkins and AJ, uh, AJ Greens and Des Bryant's, that sort of player. I feel like he's uh, he'll, he'll squeak in there as well. Uh, very good stuff. Um, those are the three players that I'm going to stick with today. You know, I only have five minutes to talk about all this, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of buzzed up as it is. Uh, now, the deal with this uh, shotgun picks that we talked about is that first of all, I have to get nice and toasty, and second of all, I actually have to shotgun a beer. So as I drink on this last sixth layer of wine, mm, shout out to 805, a uh, little uh, California Central Coastline love right there. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to pop this bad boy, and I'm going to shotgun it for y'all, okay? That's what we're going to do today. And here we go. And that's love right there. All right, guys. Now we're going to get into one of our uh, favorite uh, sessions to do here. Uh, This is what uh, we like to call the buy, sell, or hold. Uh, We're kind of copying our friends over at uh, Big 3 IDP. Shout out to them. That's one of my favorite segments of their shows. Yeah, they they do a wonderful job with it. We kind of wanted to do our version of it. So um, I put together some players for Joey and I to look at and see who we're going to buy, sell, or hold. I think that we're going to have some fun with this, and I think you guys are going to have some fun thinking about it yourself at home. Absolutely. And it might you know, might help those uh, those trade talks go with people. So uh, let's start off with the first one, and we're going to start off with my boy, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, DJ Moore, and George Kittle. Let's give, it, uh, give your take, Joey. All right, man. Um, I'm going to give you a dynasty take, and then I'm also going to give you a, a redraft league take. Okay. Um, however, in both of them, I'm holding George Kittle. Um, I believe he's young for a tight end. He, he's coming through. He's got about four more, five more years on him. Even this year in a redraft league, he's George Kittle. He's a stud. Uh, in a redraft league, I will buy DJ Moore because he'll be cheaper, and I'm definitely going to sell Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for whatever I can get um, just because some people are going to be overhyped on him, so I think they're going to overpay for him. I'm still scared of him splitting time there with Williams. Uh, in a dynasty purposes, I'm actually uh, buying Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I will sell DJ Moore. So I'll flip that back around. But it just depends if it's for this year or not, guys. 
That's a good take. No, I uh, I think I might actually have to flip what we talked about earlier, and I, I might actually have to agree, agree with you on that one. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a lot of potential, but who knows how long until um, he actually takes over the show and, uh, and, and produces the, the way we know that he can. Um, in, in, in redraft, I'm going to have to hold on to George Kittle um, by DJ Moore and sell – Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but in uh, in in redraft, I'm I'm buying every bit. You mean dynasty? You're buying yeah, every in, bit of Clyde Edwards. In dynasty, Hilaire. yes. Sorry about that. In dynasty, I'm buying every bit of Clyde Edwards Hilaire that I can. Um, I'm going to do the opposite of you here, though. I'm going to go ahead and sell George Kittle because I think he has more value for trade. Um, I think a lot of people are down on DJ Moore right now with Teddy Bridgewater being over there. Um, so I'm going to flip that, sell George, and uh, hold on to DJ Moore. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, here's one for you to start out with right here. We're yeah. going to do uh, J.K. Dobbins, D.K. Metcalf, and Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, we'll start off with redraft because why not? That's what I like to do. Um, so in redraft, I'm, I'm holding on to every bit of uh, Travis Kelsey that I can. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is number one target. Uh, great option right there. I'm going to go ahead and uh, – Probably sell J.K. Dobbins, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and keep as much of a DK Metcalf as I can. Now we flip that dynasty. I'm buying. I, I'm holding on to DK Metcalf as much as I can because I love the dude and I think he's going to be stellar. I'm buying J.K. Dobbins and I'm selling Travis Kelsey because he's got value and I don't want him in dynasty. I, I'm going to agree with you right there. Um, I don't want anything to do with Travis Kelsey in a dynasty. I'm not saying like. If I drafted him, do I am I looking to dump the man? By no means, no. He's a great oh, producer. Yes, um, I'm just saying I'm not going to be trying to go out and trade for him and be the guy that's overpaying for him. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is the future there. I agree with you again. Dynasty purposes, you keep them. Uh, redraft leagues, get rid of them. They got marking room. But in everything, you're trying to get DK Metcalf. Or, oh yeah, or yeah. You, you're you're not you, DK Metcalf's on my team in both scenarios. Absolutely, he's not. He's not le- leaving my team. Absolutely. Here's another good one. Um, this has, gives us a little bit more variety here because we have players that may not be on their current uh, NFL team in a year or two um, in a couple different scenarios here. Uh, we got DJ Chark, the uh, wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got Aaron Jones, the running back for the Green Bay Packers. And we have Jonathan Taylor, the new rookie running back for the Indianapolis Colts. And see, before before this whole thing happened, I was going to do one similar to this with Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, and uh well, why don't, we, why don't we just why don't we just swap mid mid conversation and do that one, and we'll do both of these. So, well, I'm just saying, like uh, Derrick Henry, I would have had in this conversation, but he just signed that four year deal. So, I think slotting DJ Shark in there is a good pick. Okay, we'll stick um, with so, it. So, yeah, I like to stick with it. I just wanted to point out prior to uh, Henry contract signing that four year contract extension two days ago, that would have been a perfect fit as well. Um, let's go. I'm going to start out with uh, redraft leagues. Ooh redraft leagues i am probably um holding aaron jones this year in redraft leagues absolutely um he's going to produce over there not a sexy not, name uh, he's not a big name he probably won't be the most expensive guy off the board like a derrick henry that i just mentioned um the toss-up for me is the dj chart jonathan taylor to be honest i probably knowing me i'm probably selling DJ Chark, man, and keeping Jonathan Taylor because I think Marlon Mack's going to be gone next year in Dynasty, and he's he's going to be the man. Um, DJ Chark, I'm sorry, you're just the odd man out. No hate, 
Uh, I think he's an incredible re receiver. I'm just a little scared with uh, Gardner Minshew as his quarterback compared to these other two in the situations that they're in. Or if he even stays their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you 100% on your dynasty take right there. Uh, no no, no differences. Um, redraft, definitely keeping Jones. I'm probably keeping DJ Chark. Or, uh, sorry, I am buying DJ Chark. I feel like he'll be a little bit cheaper. I'm keeping Aaron Jones, and I'm selling Jonathan Taylor for uh, redraft. Redraft, okay. Okay. Let's move right along to the next one right here. Uh Keyshawn Vaughn, Tyreek Hill, and Amari Cooper. Ooh, okay. That's just an interesting little blend for you. Yeah, this is a, this one's a little bit different. All right, so <clears throat> for dynasty purposes. I mean, like who you like man, that that's a that, that's that's the hardest group there is. Let's go with redraft. Let's start with redraft. Jump start, straight start. into that. That's a little easier to look at. Start with, with redraft. I'm trying to get Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper all day. Um, mm -hmm. I think Amari Cooper is going to be in the best position he's ever been. He's a phenomenal route runner. Well, and, and he's in the best position he's ever been in his entire career. I mean, he's got guys that could actually step up and be the number one as opposed to him having to take all that heat. And, you know, I, I think he's going to benefit from that. And I think he's going to be open a lot more than he normally is. So I'm, 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 you know what? Since he's cheaper, I'm going to be buying Amari Cooper. I'm going to hold on to Tyreek Hill because he's a high pick, and I'm already going to have got uh -huh. him. And I'm going to try to go ahead and sell Keyshawn Vaughn. In, just uh, get whatever you can have. Get whatever I can get out of him because <laughs> I want so much of the other two. In a redraft league, I don't think Vaughn has that much upside with, with Jones being there as well. Now, dynasty purposes, do you think Keyshawn Vaughn's going to overtake the Ronald Jones role? Like, is he good enough to hold on to? Or are you going to try to sell him again to a guy desperate for a running back? My hype's not that big on Keyshawn Vaughn. I'm not going to lie. Uh, with this one, I, I know it's weird because we're talking dynasty, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I think I'm going to keep my my uh, my selection the same as as redraft. To be honest with you, I mean, there you go, there I, you go. I, I know it doesn't really sound like me, but uh, you wouldn't think about it. You know what? I'm actually going to totally agree with you. I I'm not sold on Keyshawn Vaughn. I'm not sold on the Bucks running the ball. I mean, let's be real; they're built to air it out this year. Yeah, Tom Tom Brady's running backs usually, for the most part, don't a single running back doesn't accumulate. Well, we, we've never seen Tom backs. Brady away from Bill Belichick and that whole that offensive scheme scheme as well. That's absolutely true. Because I, I don't believe like I I hope to not believe that Tom Brady just doesn't hate running backs. Well, and and for what it's worth, uh, Arians really did like uh, or uh, Aaron's Arians Bruce Arians. Uh, really liked uh, Ronald Jones last year. He gave him a lot of touches. Yeah, and, and then they drafted that third running back up. Koalis, Kalis, yeah, and they call him a joystick player. I think he's going to be more of a gadget piece, but still, man, even drafting him and you're that favor on him, you're going to find a way to get that man the ball here and there. Kind of sounds like a running back committee might be uh, coming back to uh, Tom Brady. Sucks if you own any of them. What with that? The said, curse of Brady is uh, upon us. <laughs> the Brady. Now here's an interesting one. They call it the Brady Bunch for a reason because a bunch of running backs. Brady, the Brady Bunch of running backs. All right, hit me. All right, C.D. Lamb, my boy, Dallas Cowboys, Nick Chubb, Mark Andrews. All right, I think it's always easier to go with redraft first. So um, redraft leagues, I am selling C.D. Lamb. Obviously, uh, he's a rookie. Rookies always struggle to produce, especially with Michael Gallup being there along with, obviously, Mari Cooper. Um, I would be probably have to hold Nick Chubb because he would be, the obviously, the more expensive pick, and I'd be trying to buy Mark Andrews. 
Now, in dynasty purposes, um, to be honest with you, I'm holding Nick Chubb again. Uh, Nick Chubb's a good hold for dynasty. Man, I'm 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 buying Mark Andrews and selling CD again. So you're keeping your yeah, but I'm keeping it the same, man. It, it doesn't always happen. I know the last two has kind of sounded close to that, but man, redraft. I'm selling Nick Chubb. Uh, he's got a lot of value, and I'm, I'm worried about Kareem Hunt over there. So redraft. So in the redraft league, you feel C.D. Lamb's going to get enough targets to produce for your team. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I I, th- I think so. Okay. So I'm I'm keeping C.D. Or sorry, I'm uh I'm probably going to buy. No, I'm keeping C.D. and I'm buying Andrews because I think Mark Andrews would be cheaper to buy than C.D. I agree. And I'm selling Nick Chubb because I think I could get the most back for him in redraft. Uh, now, Dynasty, I am keeping Nick Chubb. I am buying C.D. Lamb, and I am selling Mark Andrews because he has a shit ton of value because he's the the, the next young and hopeful Travis Kelsey of the league. No, I'm going to say this, Tyler Higby. Come on, Higby. All right. That's your take. Now, let's do one more of these real quick. I know uh, we're, we're kind of going through them a little bit uh, faster than we thought we were going to go through them, but let's, let's hit one more. That's all right. Last one right here for you, Aaron. Jerry, Judy. Josh Jacobs or Marquise Brown? And this is a real tough one for me. You know that. Um, (laughs) I need to take a look at that one. All right. So Start with redraft. Let's go off of that. Come on. Redraft league, I'm holding on to Josh Jacobs because I drafted him at the end of the first round into the second round. I agree. Um, Man, it's hard to buy Marquise Brown because I feel like nobody wants to part with him after they draft him. But I'm still going to go ahead and buy Marquise Brown and sell Jerry Judy. Okay. Okay. Dynasty-wise? Dynasty. I'm trying to get as much of all three of these players as possible. No, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the game we play here. <laughs> that is not the game we're playing, I know. Um, I'm going to re- redraft – or sorry, uh, Dynasty. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm holding on to Josh Jacobs because he's the most expensive out of the bunch. I'm going to go ahead and buy Marquise Brown and – I. I'm, I'm going to buy Jerry Judy and sell Marquise Brown. There we go. I like that, man. Uh, For me, at redraft purposes, I'd be – and dynasty purposes both. I'm doing the same thing as you. I'm holding Josh Jacobs, man. He ain't going nowhere. He's staying on my team. Yeah. Um, I'm actually uh, trading for Jerry Judy in both scenarios and selling Marquise Brown in both scenarios. Not a Marquise guy, I'm just – I don't – I just don't feel like – the Ravens' offense is the same without Lamar Miller. I feel like all rushing uh, quarterbacks get – or, yeah, my bad, Lamar Jackson. I feel like all – obviously, I'm high, guys. Come on here. Um, uh, rushing quarterbacks get hurt. We've seen them come and go over the years. Uh, he's due, whether it's this year or next year. And once that happens, that whole offense scheme is getting shucking up. So I'm, I'm trying to dump Brown. Okay. But that, that's a fun little segment right there, guys. We, we, we hope you guys enjoyed it right now. Um, if you have any ideas or, or you have questions of guys on your roster or other people you're trying to trade for, um, don't be scared to click on the Anchor app thing right there and it says leave a voice message or just text us uh, for you guys that are in our league or message or, us on Facebook. Or not in the league. Or not in the league. Um, I'm not giving people out my cell phone number like that, but uh, there's always ways to reach us. Um, yeah, send us a message if you have a question. If you want to, if you think our take is just bullshit, and you want to, uh, you want to hear our uh, more in depth opinion on that, you know, hit us up. Like, uh, give us some feedback. We appreciate all kinds of feedback. 
Um, as you'll as you'll hear in this interview, I get told that I have the shittiest team in the league. Yeah, well, and uh, next in next week going on, we're gonna do a little uh, how what is it? Uh, buy, sell, hold, and uh, we're gonna put in some IDP players for you guys. We're gonna start mixing up IDP and also uh, offense, so you guys can get a feel of the value. Because I know there's a big gap going on with just the uh, draft, and we need the season to kind of start. Yeah, it's a little rough right now with no uh, no action, no no no. Uh, no players actually getting on the field or doing anything. We haven't. We're not having a preseason this year. Um, we're still, you know, hopeful that there will be a season. Obviously, we all want to watch some football and, uh, you know, uh, kind of forget about this this pandemic that we're in. This, uh, you know, it's a, it's rough times for everybody. And uh, you know, we hope that we can give you a little bit of entertainment, uh, talk enough shit to keep y'all interested, and uh, you know, kind of pass the time. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna move into our next segment here. Uh, we're going to get into a, a little bit of news and then uh, we'll, talk about uh, contract extensions, just things going all around the league, uh, just topics me and Aaron wanted to hit about. Um, I'm probably going to also bring up how uh, none of you guys ever want to send a counter trade. Yeah, send some like, trades. Like, like if you guys don't understand, you're, you got you got guys on the trading block, uh, people make offers to them and you just decline. Um, it, if you're really trying to sell somebody, you, you need to send a, a counter back that gives that person a realistic ballpark of what you're looking for. Yeah, and and be realistic about your uh, your, your players and their trade value right now. It's a little it's a little hard to value some of these trades. I understand, you know, without any any kind of uh, football going on. But at the same time, you know, we have a huge huge measurement to go off of, and that's that's our draft. You know, um, if if you wouldn't uh, sell your fifteenth uh, round draft pick for your first, don't try to trade it. But with that being said, I can't wait for week two to come on, and we're going to see second-rounders getting traded for seventh-rounders. Absolutely. That will happen. But as of right now um, – I, mean, I just traded a, a, a fifth for a third two weeks ago. Yeah, you did. You did. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's a starting running back, so it's a, it's a, it's a lot different there. But uh, regardless, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move to our next segment, and then uh, we'll finish up with the interview from uh, Kareem D's Nuts after that. So yeah. y'all with, stay tuned. And with that being said, fuck you, knee deep in the muff. Fuck you and your life hey everybody hey everybody uh get started with our uh news and notes sort of thing um how you doing over there joey doing uh Uh, dive on into these contract talks absolutely i know you got one that you uh you'd like to talk about uh you know that actually directly affects you in both of our dynasty leagues why don't you go ahead and start with that one all right, man. Derrick Henry just signed the four-year deal with the Tennessee Titans. That is huge. That means all of you out there in our league who let him drop to me late in the second round, that was a mistake. He ain't going nowhere. He's there to stay. I know they originally paid, but, man, Derrick Henry getting paid, I know it, it's just great news to come, especially for me being a, a fantasy owner of him. Absolutely. 12-5 a year, that's not bad. Uh, the man got 25 guaranteed. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, great deal. So uh, good, you know, props to him. He's a big, he's a big bruising back earlier in his career. He sat behind somebody. So this four year extension, I mean, the, it's not like there's a lot of tread knocked off his tires. You know what I mean? No, no, he's got, he's got about two full years of actual use. And then he's got two seasons where he split the less his rookie year. So, yeah, uh, it wasn't even quite splitting. He split it that second year with DeMarco Murray, but that first year it was the DeMarco Murray show. 
so you know, uh, props props to him. Uh, you know, proud of him for taking a uh, a twelve five deal. You know, when you got uh, Christian McCaffrey up there getting you know uh, sixteen million a year, that's a, that's he, a huge he, he drop took off a team friendly deal, man. That that's what I would call it. I definitely call it a team friendly deal. Absolutely, you know, keep the team together and uh, build towards the future. I, I like it. I, I, I you know, it, it gives me even more respect for King Henry. Like, I'm definitely, I'm a King Henry fan, and I can't wait. I hope, I hope the man rushes for two thousand yards this season. Woo! You know, I truly do. You know, I, I'm not calling that. That's not that's not me predicting it. But I, I hope he does, man. The guy's a he's a big bruising back. He's entertaining to watch. Absolutely. So. Uh- Moving, moving right along here, we'll, we'll touch on the – everyone's already over-talked, I feel like, to Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones. But uh, Patrick Mahomes signed that 10-year extension. Um, yep. His actual pay for that extension doesn't come on for the next two years. So that gave the Chiefs that wiggle room to go ahead and lock Chris Jones down. And two more championships, hopefully, before, uh, before they uh, get their team to pay Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure yeah. you probably have numbers ahead of you right there. Yeah, um, yeah. Those, those uh, so the the actual extension was two. Uh, sorry, ten years. Um, he still had two years left on his existing contract. You know, they hooked him up. Um, so the numbers are after these two years are four hundred fifty thousand. Or sorry, ugh, four hundred. Uh, <laughs> well, I cannot talk four hundred fifty thousand. Sorry, four hundred fifty million. Put uh, the beer down. The, I know. I'm not even drinking. That's the sad thing. Uh, and put the hooter away. <laughs> 450 million dollars uh he's averaging 45 million a year and uh it's with a guarantee of 141 million so uh the man is set for life you know uh go patrick mahomes i mean he you know he did the damn thing what, so, what, uh, what was the official numbers on that chris jones uh chris jones uh signed an 80 million uh, uh dollar contract he has his base average is 20 million and uh he's uh he's got 60 of that guaranteed so you know two-thirds of that guaranteed that's a that's a pretty big contract that's a good contract right there man yeah right. absolutely and, and and 20 is still somewhat team friendly you know when you look at guys like demarcus lawrence or shoot the guy we're about to talk about you know um mark lawrence I, yeah yeah well i mean he sucked after he got signed you know he was averaging double double digit sacks until last year so with that being with that being said cream these nuts i just want you to know demarcus lawrence isn't the guy that he used to be well that's that's to be seen we'll see what happens this year um and moving on to that next guy signing at 25 million a year miles garrett that man signed a 125 million dollar a year or sorry uh dollar contract uh 25 he has a hundred million guaranteed. I mean, he has almost the entire contract guaranteed. Good for him. That boy, that boy's—he's he, a freak of nature. Um, if he didn't beat up that, uh, was it the Pittsburgh running back last year with his own helmet? Uh, I, I seen him finishing possibly as you know DN one. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Oh no, he would have finished D one last year. Uh, you're right. Uh, I mean. He was on his way. I think they had him projected somewhere close to twenty sacks or something like that. Um, I, I don't. I don't have his exact numbers of what he had before he got uh, before he got that suspension. But you know, you rip off a quarterback's helmet and hit him with it in the head. Uh, bad things are going to happen for your uh, for your career. That's for sure. But you know, I say that, and the man just signed a hundred million dollar fucking guaranteed contract. Well, because so. I mean, Did let's it, be real. You can't be mad at the man for hitting him with his helmet. I mean, he gets paid to hit the quarterback. 
Yeah, and he hit him. I mean, I, I, I'm wondering where the bonus is at on that game, you know? I personally still want my signed Mason Rudolph helmet by signed by Miles Garrett, that is. That's what I want. That's my dream right there. Any of y'all listening, you want to know what, what to get me for Christmas? I want you to track Mason Rudolph down. I want you to buy his helmet, and then I want you to track Miles Garrett down and have him sign it for me. And I will never let it. You're an idiot, but that's that's my goal, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, there, there's a few other recent uh, contract extensions out there. Um, those are the big notable ones. Um, looking at you know, obviously like Amari Cooper had that one recently. You know, he became the hundred million dollar man as well. Uh, we're not going to get into that. Christian McCaffrey. Dak Dak actually turned down the hundred million dollars that morning. And then they put another $110 million offer on the table, I believe, and he just missed signing it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was 110 guaranteed. I don't know what the actual – I don't think they actually released the numbers on that one, but he had uh, <laughs> he had 110 guaranteed. He was racing over trying to sign it, and the time expired. You think, you, think, you think you'd be right there, right there, like, ready to watch it? Yeah, absolutely. No, the, uh, the, 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 the sad thing that I think we're really going to deal with over here, well, I, across the NFL, man, is uh, we got the pandemic, man. You know, like if the salary cap really does go down, you know, a million a year, like they're talking about, you're talking about a quarter of the salary cap just gone. Dak and, you know, uh, well, basically guys like Dak, because I think Dak's one of the last ones that didn't get signed, you know, or get his extension signed, I should say. Um, that here, you know, you may, he may never get his 40, 40 million dollar a year contract because the nfl just won't allow for it what, what you know, was I'm that gonna... sound right there aaron was that you having a bright idea that was the bright idea that uh dak should have signed he should have had that bright, bright that idea. wind chime in your head that was a wind chime uh i hit it with my elbow reaching back to stretch i'm outside on my patio right now oh nice i'm laying in i'm just laying around man decided to chop up a little football today yeah, oh, definitely. Well, I mean, we needed to finish this up and get everything going, uh, get our ducks in a row so we could release another episode for our uh, amazing audience out there, you know? A bunch yeah. of dickheads that are looking to us. All those shitheads in our league that are just looking forward to me with nothing going on in the pandemic to hear me talk about how shitty their teams are. Yeah, and, and, and you know, maybe we should uh, maybe we should get into that. I know uh, I know with this interview coming up that we're about to, to play after this segment, um, I, my team gets bashed a little bit. You know, I ain't got no hard feelings. I understand, you know, y- y'all are learning about football, and one of these days you'll get on my level and you'll understand that uh, Aaron has a pretty badass Aaron, team. But Aaron, that's okay. Aaron, no one's going to get on your XFL level. That's collapsed twice already. <laughs> CFL, bitch. It's all about the Canadians. Oh, yeah. That's what really going to do well for you. You know, I, I, I do what I can, man. That's, uh, that's what I'm here for. I like to fuck around and <laughs> – have fun. That, but, that, yeah, that's no, just I mean, nuts. But uh, with that being said, man, um, other than that, I don't really see any got, too much big news going on. I know that Kenny Stills uh, got arrested. He had that felony charge for being at the uh, Breonna Taylor they, thing. They, but they, uh, they, leave they, dro- they dropped the felony, felony charge. Well, they yeah, dropped they it. dropped his felony charge, so he won't be – I don't think he'll be facing any team consequences or anything by the NFL. No, no, and, and and it was about protesting, and you know, I mean, that's that's one thing the league doesn't want to do right now. Um, they do not want to go against, uh, you know, uh, the the BLM movement, and uh, you know, if they do, they're gonna have they're gonna have a lot of consequences with the players. You know, the, uh, the player association is gonna get pissed. The players. So, are gonna so get what do you think's gonna uh, what do you think's gonna hinder football more this year? The the pandemic or or players uh, 
just deciding to set out of the pandemic for their own health concerns? Uh, it'll be the players wanting to set out. Enough of them. Uh, if we miss the season, it's not going to be because the NFL can't make it happen because, I mean, the UFC and the other sports are, are making it happen right now. Um, if, if we don't have an NFL season, it's going to be because the players are, uh, you know, worried about themselves. You know, they have families to go home to. They have children. They have grandparents. And, and I don't want to risk it. You know, you know what? Them, them, they... them being scared of COVID-19 right now, making millions and millions of dollars, sounds to me, to honestly, as a big cop-out cry about taking home their family. We have millions of um, essential workers that have been working through this pandemic the whole time that make far less than them. I mean, basically, oh, yeah. I, I, at, at that pay rate, do what you're supposed to do. Go out there and entertain. Um, we People ever. Postal well, workers, doctors, all those people don't make near as much as as, as football players do. And, and the, they have to go out and face this stuff every day. They're around way more people than the NFL will be. Um, these players are going to be around their teammates and other teammates. And other than that, there ain't going to be like fans in the stadium, I don't feel, this year. I, I think the Players Union needs to, or the Players Association needs to just, you know, pull up, put up big boy bridges and get out there and let's knock out this season. Yeah, no, it's definitely a union. And that's, and that's what. You know, you get scared because uh, the union says no, and the players they got to follow. You know, yeah. I mean that's that's uh, that's part of it. But we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I I get what you're saying. Like the entertainment is is uh is 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 crucial. I mean, we need entertainment in the world. I'm not saying that, that, home I'm not saying that entertainment is an essential job, but I'm saying if if you're gonna cry about being being scared of being exposed, there are people that have been working through the pandemic the whole time exposed to it, and and. You, you just quit your crying, man. Just get out there. I, I, I think that they know that, that they are not essential. Right. And why would they be out there exposing themselves that they're not essential? And and that's and that's a valid argument. You know, it's uh, it really is. You know, they're admitting, and it sucks. You know, obviously the pay levels between an NFL player and let's say uh, a nurse at a hospital are way different, but. You know, they each signed up for what they signed up for, and they they, know, they signed right, a contract football. saying that they would play this year. They better they better go with it. I hope so. That's I what mean, they for, signed for all of right. Our, all of our entertainment, I sure hope so. Masks or whatever. I hope. But anyways, man, that would be pretty annoying. Be- it was good talking, uh, touching on the little local news. I got some things I got to get done tonight, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump into. Uh, our little interview here with Jason Tamlin, also known as uh, Kareem These Nuts from our Blood, Sweat, oh. Beers League. And it's a, it's a very entertaining interview. I think that y'all will really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun having him on. I can't wait until we get our next guest on. So uh, I want to say, you know, uh, if no one else hits us up, I want to say Domino's, he's been, he's been hitting me up since uh, last week wanting to get on. Yes, yes. I believe, I believe Frank was uh, the next that wanted on, so... We'll get Frank on next weekend, and uh, we'll record another show, and we'll have lots of fun. So, hope you guys enjoy, man. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna close immediately after this interview, so it'll it'll basically be the end. So, we're gonna go ahead and tell y'all, uh, thank you again for watching us. Thanks for listening, guys. And- again, like uh, make sure you uh, go in the Anchor app uh, when you're searching the recordings in there. Like us, favorite us. That way, uh, we can just invite Subscribe. you to the app. Yeah, come on in, man. Absolutely. You can even leave us us voice messages right there for the app. 
Oh yeah, right in the app. If y'all, you know, ask some questions, we'll answer your questions on our next podcast. We, uh, yeah, you got, we, you got. We, we promise. You want to, you want to know? Should I, should I dump this guy? Should I sell this guy? What are your thoughts on this guy? We'll give you back honest feedback. Absolutely, and uh, you know, uh, get, give shout out. Say, hey, I'm, I'm calling out, blah blah blah. I'm trying to get a trade done. What's up? What's cracking? You know, yep. make some noise, make a splash. Yep. But uh, we'll let, uh, we'll let Joey get off here and uh, you know get to his night. Y'all have a wonderful weekend and uh, or uh, end of your weekend, I should say. And we'll talk to you. We'll uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah, we'll talk to y'all next weekend. Have a good one, guys. All right, bye. Hello. All right, right now with us we have Kareem D's nuts. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys today? Uh, we're hanging in. We're hanging just, in. There. Just doing some babysitting, babysitting, but I got taken care of. How oh. you guys? Take a, uh, it, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, man. People got to, uh, they got to take care of their families while they're around. You know, we don't have much free time. So don't, uh, you know, d- don't feel, uh, don't feel pressed to, to try to quiet the baby. Let the baby do the thing. You know what I mean? That's all good. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right. All right. So while we're here, we'll, we'll jump straight into it. Uh, uh, the first question I got for you is, uh, first of all, is this your first, uh, dynasty draft you did? First dynasty league, I should say. First, yes, very first dynasty, uh, my finest dynasty league, dynasty draft. Um, you know, I, yeah, very first one, but uh, you know, I think uh, I could uh, adjust pretty well. You know, it's a little bit different than your normal uh, standard like uh, IDP league, and I know that your people were drafting a little different too. I've noticed. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You got you're, you're drafting for the future, um, not just this year. You know, so it's a, you kind of got to take a few other things into account. Uh, you know, I mean, you're you're literally preparing for a team that you're going to hold on to for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How how did you feel about the draft? Like, uh, did you feel like it was a long process? Did it take too long? Did you, you know what? Play? I think that I think it worked out perfect, especially for everybody who works and everything like that. How it was and how and you know, there's enough guys on there to like keep everybody uh, honest and like, hey, you're taking a little too long, you know, or something. So for the most part, I think it worked out perfectly. And, you know, especially if you're doing it enough days in advance to where it doesn't, you know, you're not like rushing or something. Absolutely. uh, Do the the right amount of research beforehand. and Yeah. And it gives everybody, you know, it gives everybody enough time, you know, to do at least do enough research to pick someone decent or someone that, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, because there's a lot of times that, you know, I've, I'd get a text being like, you're on the clock. I'm like, oh shit, that'd be like an hour ago. And then I'm like having to look and just try to do a little bit of research, but it, it worked out perfectly for the time and people working. And uh, I think that was good. I don't, I, I like the way that draft went. Awesome. Awesome. That's good, man. A lot of people get, uh, get kind of weird about the the length of a slow draft. So that's why I'm trying to get everybody's uh, input on that and find out what everybody thought. Yeah. And this draft, to be honest with you, went a lot quicker than our first one. Me and Aaron in our other league, I think our draft was like two weeks. So we did it in half uh-huh. the time. Yeah, we also rushed that other draft. We got it done. Uh, uh, we started putting a time limit at the end, which we didn't have to do in this. One, so it was kind of awesome. Um, how'd you How'd you feel about like trading the draft picks? I mean, you I, had a lot of trades in this draft. Yeah, you you made some moves. Was that Was that a pretty cool experience? Um, you know, I'm that kind of person. You know, I like to, you know, risk a little bit, and if the trade's right, now or something. Looking back on it, oh, hold on. What Would you do? Sorry. Would you do All right, say, more, say look, again. Looking back at the draft, would you uh, would you do the same thing that you did? Would you trade more? Would you have traded less? 
Um, I would definitely made some trades. I probably would have made them more in the middle to late rounds. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, I'm happy with mine, but I, I think the trades were good. If I were to do anything different just to try it out, I probably wouldn't trade no draft picks and just take the whole draft, every one of my picks, and then go from that way. You know, probably do with the – I think what's-her-name did. She, I don't think she drafted or traded anybody in the draft that uh, – Agwin or something. Yeah. She didn't, I don't know if she traded anyone. I think she just pretty much took all her picks, but if I were to do it over, I'd probably just do something like that. Yeah. So you, you feel like, you feel like you kind of did a little bit of a mess up trading your picks. Yes. I think, you know, it kind of, I think it benefited me in some spots and then it kind of bit me in the butt in some yeah. other spots. You you were one you of know. the people that had the two first round picks. So uh, you got two uh, first round running backs this year with one possibly uh, on the threat of setting out. You know, I'm, I'm, even if he does set out, that means what he's fresh for another talking year. Talking about Delvin something. Cook here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if he does set out, if he does, then what he's fresh for another year or something. But you know, I'm happy yeah, with both. Look at it, brother. You, said you know, I like that. All right. You know, I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy with both my picks. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara, I think he's have a good year. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I think he's a stud too. Um, no, I, you know, I, not, not, you know, not to be talking any smack or anything, but I would definitely would have drafted both those two guys before I drafted Joe Mixon. Ah, uh, you so know, icy. Hey, so uh, I see yeah, coming at your pick. Coming at you, Nate. You hear that? No, I, I agree. I, uh, I, you know, you heard us on the, on the first podcast. We, we thought, uh, Joe Mixon was more of a second round pick, but you know, he was never going to fall back to Nate anyway. So if you want to, but you know, Nate. Yeah, Nate, Nate's uh, but he knows Nate's. He's not done. He he knows what he's doing. So you know he might have something up his sleeve. Oh, I'm so. sure he does. I'm sure he does. He got some. He got some uh, inside. Uh, it, it. <laughs> how do you feel? How do you feel after the draft? How your whole team came together? Are you happy with it? Do you think that you're going to be on like one of those championship runs this year? Are you going to be like one of those rebuilding teams, or are you kind of in the middle where you got to decide if you're going to step back, trade away your picks, or? Or are you going to trade up and get some guys and, and try to make a move? You know, um, I don't I, – I don't – my team, I give it like a B, B-plus tops, B, B-minus, the lowest, the B-minus, you know. I give it to like the middle of the pack kind of thing, upper, upper middle of the pack. Um, I feel like if some of my picks worked out the way I think or the way I hope they should, you know, like the guys that I feel that are going to, oh, break out or, or something that uh, – you know, it should come together pretty good, and they can make a decent a decent run. Um, you know, I, uh, but for the most part, you know, I, I probably give them about another year to two years. You know, before they before the you know before my defense at least starts coming together as much as I wanted to, and then you know before I start building up some, you know, trying to get some guys on offense and you know stuff like that. But for the most part, I give it like a B. You know. Um, Upper upper middle of the class. I I feel I'll make the playoffs this year. So go ahead. Let, let, are you say upper middle of the class playoffs? So are are you saying like you you're, call it out? What number do you think your team finishes this year? Right now, hard number. Right. No, no, no bullshit. No bullshit. No. Four. Four. Okay. Four. All right. Okay. You saying he's just out of the placing? Just, just out of just out of the top three. Okay. Hey, you know I you you heard me on that first podcast, Jason. Like I I'm very real about the developmental part of my team. You know what I mean? Like I get yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not going to be strong year one, but you know, come to two years, two, three, four, I, I might be a rock star, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and that's that's the most important part is you got to be realistic about your team because that's that's how you that's how you're gearing it, how you're going to design it. You know, it's it's a project. You know, you can't just this isn't one of those leagues that you can just draft your team and let it go. You got to monitor it. And you got to you got to have a plan on which direction you want to go with it. So yeah, for definitely. 
sounds to me like you got to like, I mean, I, I like your team period, but um, it sounds to me like you, you have a plan in, in, in place and you're ready to move forward with that. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, as far like, and I was going to get back on others, like on the way, as far as how I drafted the team too, is uh, I didn't really look for a quarterback at all. Really. I kind of figured I'd get, just get, you know, I kind of, I think I was like one of the last teams to take a quarterback. What quarterback do you get? I got Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. You know, um, no, I didn't. They were on the board, but I figured, you know, I'm going to take a quarterback and a backup, someone that could put decent numbers. But, um, you know, there's there's some studs coming up in college in the next couple of years, and you know, I got some first and second round draft picks and stuff like that. So we'll see. Okay. How did uh, how did you feel about the way we graded your team when we broke down all the teams in that first podcast? I think it was it was about right. I I I, I agree for the most part. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, there's some, um, you know, me and Joey always have our differences, and he's gonna always gonna, but he's gonna have his little, but uh, you know, for the most part, I think you guys did, you know, fairly well, and you guys weren't weren't biased too much. Nah, we, you know? we Joe, Joe, Joey, Joey's gonna draft freaking everyone in defense and be like defense, blah, blah. <laughs> defense, defense win championships, baby. You know you're gonna hear that out of me. So. Hey, you know, in this league, those uh, with those uh, three point tackles and one and a half. Oh yeah, I know. That's you got to have some stud linebackers, you know, definitely. I, uh, I, you know, I took a huge risk in those, uh, in that seven, sixth and seventh, eighth round right around there and uh, traded away those picks and y'all took all the linebackers, you know? Uh, now, actually, uh, Aaron's one of his favorite guys is Fred Warner, who I yeah. used Aaron's pick to draft and then traded to you during the draft, Jason. Yeah. Shout, shout out, shout out for Fred Warner, man. Did you see that? Yeah. Have you seen that video that I posted about him? No, I didn't. I did not. I oh, dude, look at it in the thing, dude. He's doing like spinning backflip front kicks onto double pads and oh it's bad it, it, it's crazy bro i definitely would not try to fight fred warner in the street no that that dude yeah. uh, he looks like a fucking machine in the uh in the sparring gym or in you know on the bags and stuff like, fred warner yeah well fucking you know if the price is right and receiver you know he's but, on the uh, clock for a receiver right <laughs> but let's let, let, let's be real right now is there any trades you're trying to get going throughout the league right now is there anyone you're trying to like you know, like I said, I will I will trade almost anybody if the if the if the trade's good. But you're not trying to work yeah. a trade in particular right now. Not really. Like I know I know. Like I'm at Is the anyone point you're trying like, to where sell? my team. Like, no, I don't want to sell anybody because, like, I guess, like I was going to get to the point. Like, if, if I don't care to sell anybody, I feel like if, my, like I said, my team pans out the way I hope they do, they'll be all right. Which, but that doesn't usually work out. Like my. I, I definitely need some receivers or something. Like, I'll definitely – I'll get rid of Fred Warner for – like, I'll get rid of Fred Warner, uh, you know, if the price is right for a receiver. You know, I want – I definitely what, what, want, like, a top so 10, 15 receiver. You're saying if the price is right, like, let, let everybody know. You're going to – everybody in the league's going to hear this podcast this week. What price is it for Fred Warner? I don't know. So, it just says how bad – if someone wants them, if someone needs some linebackers and they got a receiver to sell, you know, let's look a trade what, or what something. I want to talk – you know – would, would you, you know, take- I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for a number one receiver, someone that's going to put. You know, you know who I've been looking at, and I actually kind of like a lot too. Is that, and uh, I don't know who I forget who has him. Uh, uh, I like Juju, to be honest with you. You're coming um, at Juju. So, but, but I, I think Greater Nation has Juju. Too. Right, let me let me double check real quick. But, but know, uh, I like I like why, Juju why, and I like Cooper. I, I like I like Juju and Cooper Cup. To be, uh, just because they're both young, um, I feel like they'll be in the league. While Cooper Cup's been hurt, but I still, you know, I think he's solid. Uh, I like you. I've always liked Juju. He's a USC guy. Do you, uh, believe, do you believe that he'll bring your team some good Juju? 
I, yeah, you know, as, as for my receiver like corps, you know, you know, my for my receiver corps and stuff like that. So I, um, I got a, I got a take on. Juju. I think both those guys. I think both those guys are better than Amari Cooper. Okay. So, okay. I think you're. I'm just, I just, I just, I just, I just saying that because you have him. But no, not really. I'm, a, I'm a Cowboy fan. I love Amari Cooper. Shout out Cowboys. So, hey, I got a, yeah. I got a question for you. I got a take on, uh, on Juju that most people don't agree with. Uh, shout out to our boy Lord Ratty because we actually agree 100 on this one. Um, I don't think Juju will be a Steeler in two years. How do you feel about that? That's fine. I think that's why I like him. I think I think I think that's that's why I like that's well that's what I like about uh, you know I you know the kind of guys that I would I'm gonna trade for too as a receiver is I feel like I'm I'm gonna want to trade somebody that's gonna be a number one receiver on anybody and like like you know a number one on any with any quarterback or any team he goes to you know I don't want like you know you know not talking smack or anything but you know like I don't think Michael Thomas would be who he was without Breeze you know he's not a DeAndre Hopkins if you ask me. So, Me and Aaron were just talking about this. I believe if Amari Cooper and Michael Thomas flipped roles, it, Amari Cooper would be just as effective, if not better. You know, I, I, I think, you know, I just – I was talking with someone the other day, I, th- I and I told him, I go, if Dak, if Dak Prescott was a 49er, they would have won the Super Bowl. Whoa. Oh. That's, a, that's a ballsy take. That's a ballsy take right there because I do oh. not find Dak a better quarterback. Than, uh, Grom Grom. Over there. I, I would disagree so. my, my personal opinion that might be the bias of us being cowboy fans here but um I have Dak in this league guys I but it's also because of the offensive line he's behind the weapons he has for fantasy for sure my question Grob did but but oh, but but you know I don't know Grob you know he had Emmanuel Sanders hands and then his defense so my, my so. question on Dak here is uh we, we all know the contract didn't get done right yeah but with that, with that, uh, the last contract or the last offer that the Cowboys gave him was 110 guaranteed, and he was about to sign, and the time expired. Uh, He's a dumbass for not signing, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, 100, 110 guaranteed money. That's a, that's a lot of money, you know. You, that you know, is. It's it was a four yeah. or five year contract. You're you know, 30 million gar- uh, less guaranteed than Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl champ. I mean, yeah. Like I, and and you know, the, the sad thing about it is uh, a lot of people think that salary cap is going to be dropping about forty to fifty million next year, and if that happens, a lot of these dudes are going to that's what contract. That's why I think he should. That's why I think he he should have just took it, and he shouldn't. He should have stopped trying to play games. Um, you know, I'm a I love Dak. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I know you know I, any any wise man will sit there and say he's not a Mahomes. Um, so you know, so so if he's not going to get Mahomes money. Uh, you know, he, he, he's a good, I, you know, I, I like Dak, you know, I do, I really do, but I would rank, he had a good rookie year, but I would rank him as far as like with quarterback ranking with quarterbacks, I would rank him with like, uh, you know, maybe like with, uh, like he's as good as, I, like, he's as, he's as good like, as like, I would say like a, like a, like a Kirk cousins or a better than Kirk. Cousins. Like, I don't know. He knows how to, he can use his feet. Like. A little bit like a lesser, like a, a grade lesser version of a Russell Wilson, I guess you can say. Like Russell Wilson's little brother. I, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've kind of compared him to that uh, a lot. But, you know, obviously Russell Wilson is far superior. None of us will disagree. That's Russell not even. Russell Wilson's little that's, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, I like that, though. Yeah. yeah but, I think that's what we're going to start calling that guy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good take on him. But, no, I. Uh, but, it's, but just remember, Russell, if you're listening out there, your little brother's still on a better offense. <laughs> Yeah, still on a better offense. We're stacked over there in Dallas. Um, yeah, no, I, I was just wondering about the Dak thing because you know he missed out on 110. If we come he should have took it, I think he should have took it. If, if, if you know, because 
the who knows part. now what now now what if that like i'm just saying what's gonna happen if freaking something happens you know, and you know how jerry jones is like what just happened let's just say knock on wood dallas does shitty gets the fucking top second pick in the draft and the person who gets a draft the first round pick goes to the Bengals. well you know they're not gonna you know dallas they'll fucking draft someone like freaking uh trevor lawrence yeah, they'll draft Trevor Lawrence and then they'll fucking get rid of Dak quick. You know how Jones is. He'll be God, all impressed. Oh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but hey, where Trevor's I, going I, right I, now, I think he's going to end up going to New England because New England, and this is better than New England fells. They picked up Cam Newton knowing, hey, man, if we go to the Super Bowl, we got it's because of Cam Newton. But also, if they fell and they tank, they're going to be like, well, at least the Patriots cr- tried because they went and picked up Cam Newton. If Cam Newton can't perform, I think they're tanking for tankersly. I don't know who you think's gonna be. Who, who would you take Lawrence, first, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? I'm so, I'm, so, I'm, I'm trying to fucking fix my bowl right now. I'm not thinking. Jo- Joey's still working on those high times from that, uh, from his uh, his little segment on who's Joey high on. Jennifer. <laughs> Today it's uh, it's it's the little peepa, but you know, either way. Um. Oh, we did have a couple more questions for you. I yes, sir. We get through these before we – because we could talk yeah, football all day. we still talk football and BS. Um, so, uh, who, do you think it, uh, who do you think is going to be the rookie offensive – or, sorry, the offensive rookie of the year this year? Out of all the studs we got, the people landing in the various positions, uh, different, you know, different schemes. Um, let's stick to offense on this question because I'm about to ask you the same thing for defense. I've got two guys on my mind let's uh, hear for the offense. Uh you have one of them, and then Adam Zachary has one of them. I, I think uh, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Um, for the Colts, uh, I think he'll have a productive year. And I think C.D. Lamb has a chance to have over 1,000 yards receiving. Um, and if he does have over 1,000 yards receiving as a rookie, that's very good possibility that he gets that as well. Okay, okay. Sounds like a little cowboy bias. Oh, bro, I'm always going to be biased towards cowboy, you know. you know, Just like I always hate the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. All right, so let's flip on that. Excuse me. Sorry, my friend. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, you cuss all you want in this app. Don't, don't worry. You're all good, man. That You can drop the fuck bomb. Nah, you the, okay. Me like that. You can drop, you can drop yeah. the chip bomb. I think if Dak were to play left-handed, he'd be better than De- uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> that's a line you know it now you're just being mean bro so. <laughs> they still might go further with zeke running back there oh uh, no. i don't know man josh jacobs is kind of a beast too but either way he is a beast. Uh, so so to flip that question uh defensive rookie of the year who are you thinking we got these linebackers coming in we got some strong defensive ends chase young Epic. you know what there's there's two guys and i i, I, I dropped them in there's, 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 there's a couple. There's actually a couple of guys. There's two of them. Uh, well, there's of course there's Chase Young and Pat Queen, um, who have a very good chance of being the defensive. And then I got two of my two uh, the sleeper guys who have a good chance of coming out of nowhere. And one of them I have is uh, Clavon Chase. You know, he's like a, he's an edge rusher. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know what you're talking about. I, I, I feel like he can uh, be a little sneaky. And then the other guy. Uh, is a cornerback, uh, Jeff Okuda from the Lions. Okay. Uh, uh, the reason why, even though him being a cornerback, you know, uh, he'll probably won't get drafted. You know, and I, I had him and I dropped him and I kind of was like, oh, yeah, I should go pick him back up. But then I thought about it and be like, fuck it, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, and I, I'm just going to let everyone know this for a little background facts right here. As much as I think Jason's a total babbling idiot most of the time, he's the guy who told me 
when Edelman first got drafted as a cornerback, he said, Joey, you're going to remember the name Julian Edelman. And I looked at him and I was like, he's a quarterback who got transferred to a corner. Like, who gives a shit? Uh, the old Madden game, Jason switched him over to wide receiver and tried to play with him. Obviously, Jason got, that failed for Jason and didn't work out. But in real life, that worked out great for Edelman. So Jason might not be too far off with some of his sleepers. He sounds like an idiot, but the man has hit him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda, corner. He's a corner, I think, for the Lions. But he's yep. going to be facing all these stud receivers and that get thrown to all the time. Oh yeah, so, and we know, um, and we know rookie, rookie, uh, and he's a rookie, and that's yeah. another, and so that's, and so I think yeah. he could be a sneaky. You know, he can probably come up with like a, you know, maybe like sick. I don't know. He could get the interception, tackle, whatever. But you know, my two sneaky picks is uh, Clavon Chasen and then the Jeff Okuda, and then uh, you know, but I think you need either Pat Queen or Chase Young. Um, obviously, you don't you don't like uh, Kenneth Mary or Isaiah Simmons where they landed? Oh, the cardinal, the cardinal linebacker Isaiah Simmons. He has a chance to be sneaks. Um, you don't like Kenneth Murray down there in the Chargers? That's a risky one, but yeah, that is a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit. I think any any I think any rookie linebacker that's starting that has a good like a starting stud like has a starting spot uh, has a chance, and I think. Uh, you know, like those two edge rushers, the two top two, you know, Chase Young and, and Glovon okay, Chasing. I, I get who you think, but I'm saying right now, pull a rabbit out of your hat or out of your ass. I don't care. Who would Pat be Queen. your defensive player of the year? Or defensive Queen. rookie of the year? Pat I'm Queen. sorry. Pat Queen. Pat, Pat Queen. Queen. All okay. right. All right. That's fair. Shout out. Shout out to Dominus over yeah, there, Frank. Pat Queen. That's Dominus, a, trade me. That's that's Frankie over there. Yeah. A little bit of fucky in everybody's life. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, we've gone over the rooks. Um, you know, do you have an overall uh, offensive uh, player of the year, uh, MVP maybe even uh, through the whole league? Like as of right now, I know, you know, I know. Well, we're, you know, the obvious pick, Lamar everybody's going to, every, every, everybody's going to say Alvin, or Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm happy I drafted him and I am, I think Alvin Kamara, I think he's going to have a, at least an 800 yard rushing 800 yard receiving there's, year. I agree with you, man. Like, there's no way he can do as bad as he did last year in the touchdown category. What do you I think? I think I think he's. I think he's going to come. I think he's going to come back to where he was the other year, where he was getting picked off the board one or two. Uh, and, I, don't, I don't know off the back, but is he on a contract year as well? Yeah, I know he's coming up. Yes, he is. They're both him and Dalvin Cook are both on their contract years. They're yeah. both on their fourth year. So. Hey, and Dalvin Cook holding and do, threatening to hold out with uh, Derrick Henry signing that fucking tender. Or my bad, not the tender, but that four-year extension. Dalvin Cook's got to come to a little bit of reality. I mean, he's not as good as Henry. He gets hurt. Like you, I think he should sign, and you should have him this year. I I, I think he's gonna sign, just expect, especially with all this fucking uh, virus crap and how the salary cap. I think I think people, yeah, people are gonna get all like, oh crap, we're not gonna be able. To. And I think at the end of the day, these guys like to play football, and I think that's what they're gonna end up doing. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think the, the pandemic, it, it, as it gets, you know, uh, dra- uh, uh, dragged out further and further and, and people realize that, hey, this may affect my income next year. You know, like I may end up getting a lot less money if I don't sign before all this shit's over, you know. Yeah, which which kind of sucks for everybody else. But, you know, it's like, you know, the pandemic happened, I guess. So, like, you know, just We're all shit out of luck. Yeah, you're going to get shafted for that contract, you know. Should have been born four years earlier. 
Like, I don't yeah. know what to say. Like, sorry. Like, but it sucks. Yeah, no, no. True, <laughs> hey, no, hey, good on that, true, man. true statement. You know, there's, good on that. hey, it, it could be worse, man. They could be, you know, they you could know, be, like, at the end, at the end of the, at the, at the, at the, at the end of the fucking day, you know, 90% of the world is going to sit there and be like, you're going to pay me a, even if they say, oh, you pay me a million dollars a year. Fuck, I'll play football for you. Shit, you yeah, know, you're, I'm going to take whatever they're going to give. You know, yeah, they're going to have to. But everybody in the world can't do what some of these athletes can do. Yeah, they can't. But bro, if you're gonna pay these athletes, you know, and I'm all about paying what they're worth because that's what, you know that's the money. But 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 if you're gonna make 26 million, like I and you know some of these athletes live on incomes of like they have to spend like five hundred thousand dollars. Bro, fucking, you know, a Gucci wallet holds just as much money as a fucking duct tape wallet. Like right. I don't. How about this right here? I'll offer you a contract right now, Jason. I'll give you one double cheeseburger to play football on Saturdays for me each week. Shit out of here. No, that's different, bro. That's not like, no, I'm just, dude, a million, I'm, you're talking millions of dollars. These guys are freaking getting like, they want like a hundred million guaranteed. Well, I'm just saying this is what they're even if, even, even if you gave, even if, even if you gave Dalvin Cook, a, even if he took 10 million a year, you're going to sit there and say fucking 10 million a year. Fucking, you're not balling or $10 million a year. So I can learn how to budget your money. If you fucking you're going to run out of money. <laughs> like, that goes with anybody. He's got the cars, the hookers, and the blow. Yeah, like I'd be doing all that stuff too, but like, <laughs> unfortunately, the the wallet is just not the same size. Yeah, um, that, that's a, yeah. Maybe they just make bigger wallets over there on the Gucci side. I, I'm in agreement with you. Like, like Dax contract. You know, he said no to the hundred million guarantee. Yeah, they bumped Should've it up to ten million at, at, at hundred to one hundred ten million. What's the difference? Sign the contract, get paid, bro. You're you're set for life. But no, I. I I feel you, and I and I'm I'm with you. I think these athletes should get paid. Uh, the shitty they should. Thing, the shitty thing about contracts in the NFL is that everybody knows what everybody's making, and with that knowledge out there, the the, the budgets are just going to keep going up. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, it, and that's just crap because everybody's going to value themselves super high, but you know everybody else knows that fucking no one, you know, like I don't even like the Chiefs, but no one's Patrick Mahomes right now. Yeah. Um, hey, this, yeah. this week I'm gonna talk about uh, one of your waiver wire pickups this week. Kirk Merritt, wide receiver. Kirk Merritt. Miami Dolphins. Tell me a little bit about him and what's your hopes for him. Um, you know he he has a lot of uh, athletic ability. He's like he's he's fucking he's a stud. Um, he just you know he wasn't drafted. So, but I still think he can do a little sneaky sneak into into the board and uh, become at least third, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm hoping at least he becomes a third by somewhere in the middle or later this season, their third receiver. All the opportunity uh, in the world. You know, Pres- Preston Williams wasn't drafted. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, we, we got a little thing for you to do, but before I get to that real quick, um, I want to know on your teams, who do you feel like was the biggest steal or is going to be your, your, your sleeper on your team? Who do you have the high hopes for? Well, obviously, Alvin Kamara, even though... No, no, no. Sucks. Alvin Kamara is a give me. I don't want to hear Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I'm talking about... Yeah. I, like I, a sleeper I, or someone that, like, might yeah, just come I, out of nowhere? I want to hear, hear who on your team does nobody else in the league gives a two cents for, bro. Like, I wouldn't give you a fad dollar to drop him. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Okay. Uh, and uh, Nikhil Harry and freaking uh, my... Colts linebacker that's on the bench right now, Aroki Aroki oh. or whatever. Alkariki. If I now, he, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like with Walker there, because obviously Denarius Leonard, he's not moving. He's the, he's going to be stuck. Is on a contract year this year, or uh-huh. or I believe they're going to let him walk. Okie Okariki. I can never pronounce his. I can I can't pronounce like, okay, any of these guys. 
Anyway, yeah. that boy right there, I think he's ready to step in. In the in the games that he played when Leonard was hurt or Walker was hurt, he was phenomenal. Yeah, that's you know, I'm I, I like to do that too. I, like, I picked I like him up it. after the draft. Yeah. But uh, those are my those are my two guys that I'm really high high on. Even a little bit on Kirk Merritt, you know, I don't think anybody even Devon I don't I don't think anybody on the on the Dolphins receiving corpse is a true number one right now anyway. Yes, I, I believe it's Preston Williams. I'd argue that with you, but I'm not going to. Um, I, I could get, you know, we'll see after this year. I can agree. I can, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, I understand what you, but uh, at the moment, I think he's like a number two with some upside. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take your take on that. Um, here, Aaron's got a little game for you that we're going to play. You got to uh, buy one, trade one, and keep one on your roster. Now, now buy one, buy one, trade one, and keep one. Okay, so you're okay. so and, and you got to explain why. Now the the trade away, you obviously want some value, so you want to pick you want to pick the player that you think will get you the most value in return. Trading him, mm-hmm. the one you mm-hmm. want to keep is the one that you think is going to be the most productive, whatever. Um, and then the one that you're going to want to buy, you probably want to target uh, somebody who you think would be cheap to buy. Uh, over the other two and that you want them on your roster i always trade the guy i don't want on my roster not necessarily the guy i'm gonna get the most return but the one I, i'm just trying to get off of. but so so like the one that i would buy would that be like someone that i would buy on my own team that i would go yeah, out of my way to buy to trade well I'm, I'm gonna give you a list of three people and you have, you're gonna buy one you're gonna okay. sell one and uh and you're gonna keep one okay Okay. All right. And then we did not prepare him for this question, everybody. So this is on the spot. I mean, the first time I heard about it. Yeah. I, and I want to, you know, I want to have a little fun with it at the end of this episode. And I'd, I'd like to hear, uh, you know, his take on it. So the three players we're going to be talking about are DeAndre Swift, the rookie drafted by Detroit, AJ Brown, the number two, uh, sorry, the uh, second year uh, wide receiver out of Tennessee, and Kenya Drake, the uh, current transition uh, tag running back for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, who would you buy? Who would you sell? And who, who would you, you keep? Keeping? I'm selling. Uh, you guys there? Yeah, yeah. we're here. Uh, I- I'm keeping A.J. Brown. I'm, I'm uh, selling uh, the running back, was it from Buffalo? Uh, no, Arizona. Can you er, no, 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 no. I don't want him. I'm dropping him. Oh, 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 DeAndre Swift. Okay, so you're Yeah, DeAndre. DeAndre I'll sell DeAndre Swift, and I'm getting rid of freaking Drake. No, 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 you no, no. You can't sell and get rid of. You're, you're, you, you, you got you to sell and drop. From the free agency or from somebody, you got to keep one on your roster, and you got to sell somebody. So he's keeping AJ. So I'm, you're I'm keeping, keeping AJ keeping, Brown, right? I'm keeping so, AJ Brown. And you're buying DeAndre Swift, so you're selling Kenyon Drake? Yes. What's your thought behind that? Uh, Kenyon why, Drake. Why are I'm you selling be- Kenyon Drake? Because he had one good year with Arizona. Okay. Why are you buying DeAndre Swift? Because he's a rook, and you know he has a lot of potential. All right. And why are you keeping AJ Brown? Because he had a good rookie year, and he has number one potential as a number one wide receiver, and he did that on a run first team. Good answers. Good answers. I like that. I like that. I like that. Very well done. Very well done. All right, Jason. Um. We're, now that we're at the end of this episode here, we're, we, I want you to uh, talk a little bit about our league a little more. Um, what team do you think in our league is the worst team in the league? Aaron's. Don't hold it back. Aaron's. Who? Aaron's. Aaron's? Why do you think Aaron has the worst team in the league? 
You know what? I understand his not his drafting thing, but we'll, you know, it may not be it, right now. It is, but it may not be next year or the year after. But right now, I think it's Aaron's. Um, I think I think the other person who has. Uh, let me see. You guys still hear me, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. We're good, okay. Good. No, no, no. Let me see. I'll tell you right now. The other team in our league that I thought that was like, oh, what they do? Off the top of your head, who do you think has the best team in the league? Uh, best team. You know, I think you have the best team uh, now. Um, you have, you know, your defense is fucking studly. Your defense will beat a lot of these guys' offense by themselves. Um, I like to hear that. That makes me sleep better. Uh, you do have a good defense, but I think, uh, I think it's just the karma. The Joey Jinx is going to bite you in the ass. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Um, I, th- I think that when people are like, oh, I'm the best one in the league and you're like always ranked number one, I think you make it to like semifinals or the playoffs and then you'll get fucking like kicked out by someone like me or like. It's Kenny the, Into it, or something. It's the fa- it's, it's, it's it's the fantasy football uh, projection curse, bro. It's worse than Madden curse. Yeah, I, like I, I already know Joey. That's why I think Joey got. In on all those leagues, I did not take first. So uh, <laughs> I think who else? Who else was I going to say? That was another. Uh, you guys said uh, another team so what, that I thought. Other than Aaron, uh, who else do you think sucks other, out there? Who do you think should who do you think should like just give up and try again next year? Uh, give up and try again next year. Um, you know, I don't, you know, it's hard to say. I, I, I would, what is it? Knee deep in muff, how, his team, who do you know? I, I'm not real big on people who draft quarterbacks in the first round either. Can I um, a little bit about it? So you think his draft uh, strategy was fucked? Cause he also. Did yeah. Cause when you draft a quarterback in the, second, yeah, right? I think. Yeah. And it's like, so where's his oh, Oh, David Singletary and Sony Mitchell. You know, oh, you know, I think Kamara will score both of those guys. He'll score more than both of those guys in one game. What? Do you, what? What are those? Or do you think I'm those are lead his team to a championship run? Mm, I'm looking at his team right now. Like, it. Oh, no, I'm not really sold on his team. You know, no. No, so, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, is this I, I, up to be next to Aaron's in your ranking? Is it as bad as my team? No, next year it will be. <laughs> next year it will be. So, so yeah. So you have no hope for my my team in the future, I, dude. You you got a lot of guys that probably won't start till like halfway through the year or the end of the year. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you think my team's gonna be bad in 2021 too, though? Uh, I think. You know what? In 2024, Aaron, you might be. We might be talking about you. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Let him know he sucks. I, I better start trading these picks away and listen to Jason, huh? Yeah, right. So, no, I was gonna say in 20. Like I don't know. Like I'm just saying. Like what happens if fucking you got like Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs just fucking killing it? Like so. Like you never know. So you and you got Jonathan. You drafted two rookie. You know, first or the running. Like so you got a lot of you know the Chiefs I guy. Four, I, I got four rookie running backs. I got yeah, Jake so you, that trade, remember? Yeah, see, so you, you got you got you got some, but I just think this year he it's just this year. Team up when he traded away Jerry Judy and J.K. Dobbins. No, he I just killed his future. I, I agree, and that's why that's why I think with my ability to trade and and manipulate the waiver wire, like I like I feel like I'm comfortable doing, um, is why I think I will squeak into the playoffs. But I think I'll finish five to six at the best. That's on the best, you know. Like if oh, I do well yeah. and it goes together. I, I've accepted that, but I, I think that within two or three years, I might have a team that y'all will be, uh, you know, kind of bowing down to. I'm, hey, I'm going to say a top, a, a top. I'm going to call this uh, the next two years. He's going to be back at a top five running back is Kareem Hunt. Oh, I like Ooh. that. 
you know that there, there's a reason. That's a, that's a reason that Nick Chubb fell as far as he did. Nick uh, Nick Chubb would probably be a top five pick if it wasn't for Kareem Hunt. Oh yeah, got him getting those PPRs. I think next year Hunt's a free agent as well, and I think that uh, any team he goes to, he's going to start. And uh, and I think you know I, he's good. I'm just, I, I'm just glad he's there. not going back to Kansas City. I think uh, I'm yeah. I know. I I think it's time for him for some 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 fresh blood and. You know, make start off with it. You know, set his Kareem Hunt you know, to Minnesota. Bye bye, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook to Raiders. I don't. Have- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but another one. Uh, uh, but one, one, one guy, I, one person I really like, and just because I'm a Dallas fan, but I don't think he'll get rid of him. Is I like uh, CD Lamb. Being a Dallas fan, I don't think Adam Zachary will ever get rid of him. You don't think you know? Yeah. You know, if you see Adam someone Zachary, on my team, Adam Zachary took Lamb before I took Amari Cooper, and he yeah. asked he was, he, Amari Cooper why I'm drafting a number two receiver already. And he's thinking about the future, yeah, so about three years in the future. Yeah, um, but I'm looking at like his uh, his linebacker corpse right now, and uh, they're you know they're he has you know. All right, all right. Well, here's yeah. The, here's anyway, Aaron, let's mix it up. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna shout out another buy, sell, and keep. Okay. Right. So we're gonna do Cam Akers. If you're unaware who he is, he's the Rams draftee for running back. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin, the number one slash number two wide receiver for Tampa Bay, uh-huh. and uh, Miles. Is he gonna be one of and Miles Sanders. What do you, how do you, how do you feel about those three? You know, if, I'm I'm keeping Chris Godwin just because Tom Brady fits his style of receiving this year. He's like a freaking short. You know, he's not like a Mike Evans where Mike Evans. Is deep. Deep. Yeah, uh, I think he fits. I think I'm going to keep Chris Godwin because he has a you know with with a lot of people are going to be on Gronk and, and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of you know with Tom Brady, I think he's just going to do better than Mike Evans. So I'll, I'll keep Chris Godwin. I'm uh, I'm gonna uh, was it sell right? Uh, you you can sell or uh buy. Buy what you have left to do. I'm selling Miles Sanders. Oh yeah, the value's high right now. I'm selling I'm selling Miles Sanders, and then uh, Why are you I'll Miles? buy on because I fucking cowboy fan and I hate the Eagles <laughs> principle. All right, well enough. That's that, that's favorite. that's fair, man. I like it. And then so obviously you're buying Cam Akers. You got any? Uh, you, you have any hopes, dreams for Cam Akers over there in LA? What's what's, what's going to happen there? I see him being like, like I don't see. Uh, we'll see. I don't see him being no Todd Gurley or anything like that. I could see him like Lamar Miller, maybe. Okay. You know, if he with some with some upside, you know, like if he does, if he has his moments, and if he could just keep that and you know adjust, I think he'll be all right. But. For the most part, I see him like you know, like a Lamar Miller, like has his moments or something. Like that. All right, all right, all right. Well, Jason, uh, so, it was great to have you on the podcast this week, man. And uh, no, I appreciate it. Give you a good, good little shout out. Let everybody else know next week we'd like to have another person on and keep it rotating. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to come in so, next week, just let me and Aaron know. If not, Jason, we'd like to hear back from you again in the future. Oh, with some yeah. yeah, and I was going to say, if someone wants to, tra- you know, I, like I said, you know, like. Throw your shout out, earlier, you got it right now. You know, seconds, whatever you want to say. Uh, uh, like, I don't know, I want a receiver. You know, I'm looking like, I don't know, Juju, Cooper Cup or someone. 
you know, if you guys see someone that you want to trade or something, Fred Warner will be on the clock for a receiver. Juju and Cooper, so, that's the second time he's been you know, in the games. So Fred Warner will be on the Fred Warner will be on the you know trading block on the on the trading block or someone, you know, someone wants to get rid of one of their receivers, you know, if the receiver's good enough, I might get rid of Fred Warner in the next year draft pick or something. You know, I just want to, uh, no, I just want another stud receiver. Okay. So, okay. Well, good shout out. Uh, and I'll give you a stud linebacker. So all right. And something else maybe. Since me and you might have a trade go through before this podcast even airs. <laughs> we might. We might. <laughs> all right, buddy. Hey, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to close and uh, we're going to get to our next segment that we got to run real quick. Um, but we, uh-huh. we appreciate you coming on here, man, and we'll have you on again. Okay? Last, last second. Last, last, Do last, it. last. Fuck last you, thing. Jason. All right. All right. Aaron, Aaron. Yeah. DJ Metcalf for Fred Warner and next year's second round draft pick right now. Straight up. Oh, man. Oh. You're, oh. He's trying to call you, you out on the podcast. You, so. Wait, wait, wait. Are you giving away the second round with <laughs> yes. Fred Warner? Yes. He said second. Yes. For DK. For DK Metcalf. Dude, you're in love with DK like I'm in love with DK. Oh, I, well, I see. A, like, I just, I for one of the thumb. here on the podcast. Oh, Come on, man. That, oh, Let's see it, Aaron. Oh, Red Warner hurts. in a second, man. You could, you, you could think about it and send one and think about it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw you on the spot, real quick. That's, I, that, there's gonna have, we, so we haven't aired it yet. It's gonna go with this pod. We, I did a, uh, uh, my shotgun picks is what it's gonna be eventually. But right now, I just picked. Uh, I talked about three guys that I'm super high on, and DK was <laughs> one of those three that hey, I Fred, talked about. Fred Warner in a second. <laughs> That's, that's, that's insane, a lot. Man. That's huge. That's a lot. No, I would I would have offered you like three fists and said fire. So I, I I'm gonna have to think about that because you know Fred's my boy. I love Fred Warner. Uh, so let, let let me think about that and I'll get back to you. Okay. Let me know. Let me know. All right, Aaron. All right, Joey Dirt. You guys have a good one and uh, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Right. Appreciate you coming on, man. Have a good one, Jason. Take care, bud. All right, all right you guys have a good one too. Bye bye.